The Journal of Gospel Music has a reporter named Robert Marovich, and he writes, One reasonably warm Saturday in April of 2019, the Long Branch Disciples of Christ Church was especially high in spirit. There, in the postcard-pretty church nestled in Newton Grove, North Carolina, the Branchettes, arguably one of the best gospel groups you've never heard of, were in the midst of a live recording session. It wasn't a live recording, it was church. Traditional songs and singing filled the air, setting the live audience's feet to tapping and hands to clapping. The Branchettes sang the old gospel catalog as if it never went out of style. For them, it hasn't. Front and center of it all was diminutive Mother Lena May Perry, octogenarian, lead singer, and charter member of the area's beloved Branchettes gospel singers. Her singing, indeed, her presence was filled with what the saints call the anointing. Over time, the live recording, Stayed Prayed Up, was supplemented by a documentary on Mother Perry and the Branchettes called Stay Prayed Up, issued by Greenwich Entertainment. It premiered at the Telluride Film Festival and went on to appear in several other film festivals. At the Heartland International Film Festival, it won the Jimmy Stewart Legacy Award. The New York Times gave the documentary a glowing review. Marovich spoke with Phil Cook, who is a musician, to discuss Stay Prayed Up. We learn Cook first connected with Perry through the Music Maker Relief Foundation, an organization founded in 1994 by Tim and Denise Duffy to promote the work of veteran musicians and to assist them financially. When I first met Mother Perry, Cook said, we immediately started singing together. For a few years, she and I traveled. We did shows, festivals, and concerts for school classrooms. A program for the entire middle school population of Fish Creek, Wisconsin, provided Cook with an aha moment. The students filed in at the end of the school day, he recalled. The odds were so stacked against us, it was crazy. They were fidgety and ready to go home. But after all the other artists performed, Mother Perry comes on stage. I watched these awkward sixth and seventh grade boys in the front row become increasingly not in control of their body reactions. They began to trust this small and mighty woman on stage, even in this most unlikely place, with this most unlikely group, her ministry and her message reached people. That convinced me that the Branchettes needed a live record. Cook produced the Branchettes Stayed Prayed Up on his newly formed Spiritual Helpline label. The vinyl album and companion booklet were released in a limited edition of 300 copies. Filmmakers D.L. Anderson and Matthew Durning captured the rehearsals and live recording and conducted a few interviews in anticipation of a companion film. Then the pandemic hit. The funding base for finishing the film dwindled down to nothing. So in the meantime, we collected more information and did more interviews, Cook said. From there, a portrait emerged and it grew into something beyond the concert form, into what you see today. Words of guitarist and producer Phil Cook in the Journal of Gospel Music in a profile by Robert Marovich. They were speaking about the special album and film celebrating Mother Lena May Perry and the Branchettes. And there are a couple striking moments in the documentary that apply to our conversation today. 
Mother Perry tells us that she's singing, and when she is, in her words, it makes me feel like I take wings and fly. At another point, as we've heard her singing this tune, I'm going to walk through the streets of the city, she'll confirm that she's taking her music anywhere it's welcome. Travel, 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 she proclaims. And a church member observes, the branchettes are very special. Not every group gives the people what they need and hunger for. The journeying of Mother Lena May Perry is captured in this documentary, Stay Prayed Up, as we follow her reaching deep down into her soul to give her listeners what they're hungry for. And we're invited to view this movie and 22 others as part of the annual fall film festival at the Dietrich Theater in Tunkhannock. As it happens, many of those films have something to do with journeys. At the same time, we'll hear that viewers are attending these film festivals at the Dietrich, seemingly hungry for what they experience on the screen there. The Fall Festival at the Dietrich opens this Friday, September 23rd, and will run through October 13th with a wide variety of offerings. 23 films in 21 days. Ronnie Harvey is the Dietrich's general theater manager and film booker, and he stopped in to fill us in. There is such a hunger and an appetite for this every time we go even a month without it. You know what I mean? People are immediately coming up to me while the festival is going on and asking, when's the next one? Are you showing this movie? Do you want to show this movie? I read an article about this movie. It It's like we have cultivated this audience that wants to be a part of it and feels like almost gatekeeping, that they themselves have a part of it in them. So we keep doing it and we keep getting the same reaction and the same kind of buzz around it. So why would we ever stop? Honestly, why would we ever stop? We're fortunate because we're talking before opening night this time around. So tell us how you're launching. So yes, our opening night is going to be this Friday and we have two films. Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris, which is just a a phenomenal film about an older woman. The book is a famous novel and an older woman trying to find her place in the world. And she wants this couture gown. And actually the House of Dior is commissioned in the film. They, they are part of the production. And she goes over to Paris to find the perfect dress and herself in the process. I say in this festival, you'll keep hearing me talk about journeys in this festival. There's a lot of journeys going on. So I've kind of found a little theme and that's just one. She is going to Paris to find herself in the long run. And our second film, Brian and Charles, is a hilarious, quirky little comedy. A loner, if you will. He uh, lives by himself and he spends his time creating inventions that he thinks people might like or want or, or, or might help people in some kind of way. And in the process, he builds a robot and he turns on that robot and lo and behold, that robot comes alive and he befriends this robot. And it's this cute little relationship about how they are on a journey of companionship and him going out into the world and finally being able to let go of that fear of being with people and how Charles, the robot, 
wants to get out in the world and be a sentient being and and live his own life. And it sounds it sounds odd, but it's so charming and quirky and wonderful and you can't go wrong. So we got those two movies and we have our local restaurants. We have new additions this year who are coming to be a part of the festivities, local wine and beer, local desserts. We have the whole nine yards. You can still get tickets by calling 836-1022 extension three or going to our website to find more information. Doors open at 530. There'll probably be some tickets still available at the door. So if you can go. Like I said, there's a all these films have this feeling of a journey of either self-discovery or an actual journey. I saw one of these films and I cannot speak highly because I don't see every movie when I pick them. I pick them off of intuition, essentially. But one of the films that I did see that I cannot speak more highly of is Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Now, I know everyone immediately looks at me and goes, what did you just say? (laughs) Marcel the Shell with Shoes On is an adult movie that looks like a kid's movie. It's it's got so much heart and warmth and so much joy. And it's about a little shell who loses its family and a documentarian. It's kind of done in a mockumentary documentary kind of format. And the shell befriends this guy. And they decide to go on a journey to find his family. And what some might look at as just a throwaway kids film. It is so much more than that. And it 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 has something for every adult. And you kind of see the world a different way because you're looking at it from the perspective of this tiny little shell. <laughs> so I cannot speak more highly of a movie. And if you're going to see one of the movies, that's not the opening night films. But like, if you're going to see one of those movies, I would recommend checking out Marcel Deschamps with shoes on because you're going to come out with a smile on your face. No doubt. I'm looking across the 23 films and seeing Journey in the title of Hallelujah, Leonard Cohen, a journey, a song. (laughs) Correct. So that that's, I think, the moment that sparked that journey narrative for me, because that is a journey of the songwriting process from conception to to realization to it becoming this huge massive success that everyone knows and loves if it wasn't necessarily leonard cohen's version there were there's tons of versions of of different artists that have covered the song so everybody has their own one that's special true to their heart so hallelujah leonard cohen a journey a song takes you on that journey to discover what made it so popular and hit with everybody. He's an intriguing, complex figure to begin yes, with. Yes, there's a moment in the trailer where he talks about hundreds of, at one point he had written hundreds of verses for Hallelujah. Like it existed where like 150 different verses that the song just continued on and on. And I'm just thinking, how did he whittle it down to what he did? <laughs> and every year we do art films. Every year we we have some kind of art film. This year we don't have a particular artist or a particular genre of art, but we do have two films that kind of go with each other a little bit, and they are Tutankhamun, The Last Exhibition, and Venice, Infinitely Avant-Garde. And these films are kind of I like to say a journey into another place, if you will. If, I, if I'm if i going to wear out the journey narrative, <laughs> I apologize ahead of time. But Tutankhamun, The Last Exhibition, takes you into the discovery and the museum exhibition that was put together of all of the artifacts, all of the pieces, all of the, all of the parts that made it so 
world renowned. And then Venice is not just about Usually the movies, like I said, are about a specific art genre or a specific artist, but this is about a specific city. And it takes you on the journey of Venice becoming what it is and the art and the scholars and the architecture and all of that that has made it so endearing over the years. So those two kind of live in that also journey narrative to me. So I I keep hearkening back to that because it, it feels so relevant to this festival. And here we are, Fire in the Mountains is a harrowing film about one mother's quest. Or journey, if you will. <laughs> yes. So this follows a mother who wants to be able to get the money and the ability to take her son to get the much needed physiotherapy that he needs. And she not only has the obstacles of the mountainous region that they live in, the money that she does not have to do it, but she's also facing her husband's unwillingness to see the need for this while she sees that this could impact him for the better. And so she has to go against all of these forces to try to make sure that it happens for her son. So she goes on the journey to make it happen. Here's another one, Ronnie. A love song follows Faye, a lone traveler, biding her time <laughs> at a rural Colorado campground. <laughs> She's on a little journey, if you will. Yes. So a love song, I, I don't know if you remember, probably like a year or so back, there was a movie called Nomadland with Frances McDormand. And this, in the look and feel of it, has a very Nomadland, kind of has that same quality to it. And it's the story of her meeting up with a former lover, someone who she lost touch with, and they're out on this journey. And, and they kind of rekindle something that they thought was long lost with each other and it's got music it's got it's got beautiful scenery it's got everything but it, it very much reminds me of that that nomad land quality that made that so interesting to watch pick the next one <laughs> i gotta make sure i pick the one with the journey oh this is how i'll do it i found a segue real quick so not only do we have all of the journeys within this, but we also journey back in time in this festival. <laughs> We're doing a few comeback classics in this festival because while there is a lot of product for us, sometimes, you know, it's hard to get the exact amount that we want. And we have later shows on the weekends that don't necessarily get a lot of attendance. So we were thinking, what's a way to try to boost that attendance, push it toward maybe a younger, more flexible audience? And so we decided to bring back three classic films and take a journey through cinema history, if you will. And so we have The Big Lebowski, A Hard Day's Night, and Some Like a Hot, all fully restored, all with 4K surround, you know, all, all with the look and feel of what they can be now. And so you've got Jeff Bridges playing one of his most iconic roles. You've got The Beatles back on the big screen, which everybody loves. And Some Like a Hot, which I just recently, not that long ago, rewatched and is probably one of the funniest movies ever made. <laughs> so we journey back in time. And of course, for those who forget, it's Marilyn Monroe and Marilyn Monroe, Jack Lemmon, Tony Curtis. How could you go wrong? We're talking about Leonard Cohen, but you're taking us down south, aren't you? Oh, yes, we are. Stay Prayed Up is the story of a gospel group who energizes audiences, who is very well known in the region of North Carolina. 
but this movie is about a man coming who wants to create a full-length album with the group and wants to give them that that shining stardom that they they so very much deserve and so it's a look into the process of creating the album seeing the characters that they are and listening to some great gospel music in the process were these people over in the official competition <laughs> speaking of music yes absolutely so official competition stars some pretty big names penelope cruz antonio banderas and it actually is a little bit of a of a movies movie in the sense that official competition is about actors who were commissioned to star in the final film of a late and great orator and He's an eccentric millionaire, but he wants to preserve his legacy by creating this movie with these actors who themselves are egocentric, ego-driven, very much inwardly think that they're important, essentially. And so it's almost like a skewering of the movie business with a movie within a movie. (laughs) It's a very interesting take on the way that movie making is done and the way that characters are who we think they are, if you will. (laughs) Well, you talked to us some time ago about Mushrooms, and that was a popular film, wasn't it, for you? Yes. So Fantastic Fungi was a surprisingly popular documentary film that we had, I think it was right before the pandemic happened. So while we did have a, a big audience, we we felt like maybe there was more there that didn't get a chance to see it. And so they were re-releasing the movie and we decided, why not give it a few more shows just to see because it was such a well-liked documentary and give you such an interesting look at the way that mushrooms communicate with each other, the way that they help impact so much when it comes to illness. And, and I think that there's this growing pun intended, community out there of people that find fungi and mushrooms so fascinating. And so we're bringing it back for a few more shows. Why not? All right. Cat videos. So (laughs) they've been doing these movies for a few years now, Cat Video Fest. And it's a cute little documentary. It's very simple, but it is a collection of cat videos put on screen together. And while that to some people might seem, well, we've seen all those. There's there's countless cat videos on the internet. You could go for days upon days without seeing everything. But what's really important is that when you purchase a ticket to go see Cat Video Fest, we at the theater make a donation to the local cat rescue for each ticket that, that comes to us. So come on down, laugh, enjoy cute little cuddly cats. What can What could go wrong? And you don't let adventure or thriller fans down. No, absolutely not. I actually think there's there's two kind of options here for some people who might be looking for some thrills, if you will. Rogue Agent follows Gemma Arterton and James Norton. They they have an affair with each other, essentially. And in the process, she finds out that he is a former MI5 agent who has now kidnapped and killed people and is on the run essentially and so she's the only one who can stop him and and get to him and then another movie that might not necessarily be considered thrilling in the sense that it's not an action-packed film but it deals with action-packed 
photography is Fire of Love. And Fire of Love follows two French scientists who lived up on a volcanic mountain. And we now finally have this footage of them. They both unfortunately died while being on this volcanic mountain. But it was the thing that that drove them to not only love each other, but to to help the world figure out how we can we can utilize volcanoes or figure out how to stop them from being as dangerous as they are. And so you're seeing some of the most thrilling up close right in it volcanic imagery that you've ever seen. So I think that's thrilling in in a way. So you're there from the 23rd this Friday. How long do you go? 3 whole weeks. <laughs> Countless showtimes, day, night, split up. And during the day, we're showing it on two different screens. So if you saw one thing and you want to see another, you got another one ready for you. So you can go on our website at DietrichTheater.com to look up the specific showtimes when any movie is about, if I didn't explain it well enough. Or you can stop at our ticket booth and pick up a brochure whenever you're around. Please the Lord, but you don't really care for music, do you? Ronnie Harvey, General Theater Manager and Film Booker, speaking with us about the 2022 Fall Film Festival at the Dietrich, and that's 60 East Tioga Street in Tonkanic, opening this Friday, September 23rd, with a gala Oktoberfest opening night, and that is Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris and Brian and Charles. Those are the two films, and there will be food, film, refreshments, desserts, and lots more. That's the Oktoberfest opening night gala for the 2022 Fall Film Festival. And that's Friday, September 23rd, DietrichTheater.com. But that's just the start. There are going to be 23 films screened in 21 days. The festival runs from the 23rd to October 13th. And you can get all the details, as Ronnie said, online or go to the box office and pick up a hard copy of the brochure. And for more information, the website is dietrichtheater.com, and Dietrich is spelled D-I-E-T-R-I-C-H, theater with an E-R at the end, dietrichtheater.com. It's 60 East Tioga Street in Tonkanic in Wyoming County, September 23rd through October 13th. And you can see the first screening of Hallelujah, Leonard Cohen, A Journey, A Song, this Saturday evening at 7. I don't even know the name, but if I did, well, really, what's it to you? There's a blessing.